All right, everybody, welcome to another very special episode of The Patrick Carr Show. Now, the reason for that, uh, by the time this episode airs, we're going to be coming very close to New Year's Eve, which means New Year's Day is, of course, right around the corner. And it got me thinking, what does everybody do around this time of year? Everybody, of course, is walking into the office, talking to their friends over a few drinks about the New Year's resolutions that they are going to make to improve their life, make them a better person, a husband, wife, um, have a better career, really just to have a better life in 2023. Um, Unfortunately, though, how many people um, at the end of 2023 will you talk to and they'll say, you know what, I really had a productive year because I kept to that New Year's resolution. I would venture a guess that I've never spoken to anybody who did that. In fact, it rarely gets brought up again. It's like they are something that people say, but so few, if any, actually follow through with. And it got me thinking, why is that? Why do we constantly, as Americans or people across the world, why do we say we're going to do something each and every year that's going to make us better, things that we know we should do, but yet we don't? In fact, I mean, I would say that every New Year's resolution is positive. No one says, hey, this year I want to go cheat on my spouse a lot more. No one says, I just want to slack off at work more. Everybody wants to improve their life with what they are doing with their New Year's resolution. And yet, we don't do them. I mean, imagine if we did this every other time of the year. Imagine if we were people that just made promises to ourselves every other time of the year and we didn't follow through on them. We wouldn't build much momentum in our life, but for some reason, it's become acceptable come January. I mean, we've all been to the gyms in January, right? For those of us who go regularly or just, you know, they, we go a couple times a week, we know that is almost a time just to stick away for a few weeks while you let the people filter through, leave, and never come back again. But shouldn't it be different than that? Shouldn't we actually hold ourselves accountable to the things that we say we are going to do? And so the purpose of this talk that I'm going to have with you over the next 15 minutes is going to be to explore why we do not keep to our New Year's resolutions. Why do all of us break them? And what can we do immediately to actually make a meaningful change in our life? You might call that a New Year's resolution because of the time of the year. I would like to look at it as a dramatic shift in your life to bring you closer to the purpose of which you were put here to do. Now, so many of us are working in jobs and careers, working with people or in an industry that we know is not the purpose of what we should be in this world. We know that we have to make a change. We know that we, we, we are meant to, to do something more. It might be you're meant to do something more in your marriage or your body or, as I just said, in a career. Uh, it might mean that you're meant to do more as a, as a father or as a mother or brother in your family. So why don't we explore then what doesn't allow us to do that? What keeps us and prevents us from achieving that goal? And then hopefully by discussing that, we can become a little bit closer to what we need to do in order to make that dramatic shift in our life that brings you closer to the purpose of why you're here. So let's dive into these things that are preventing us or that are the excuses that we use for why we don't achieve that New Year's resolution. And as we're going through this talk, I want you to think about, okay, it's not a New Year's resolution. It's a shift that I need to make in my life, and it happens to come in January, and this is how I'm going to do it. Avoid these and consider them when making that resolution, and you are going to be more successful. All right, let's jump into it here, everybody. All right, the first thing I want to talk to you about, and this is going to be hard for some of you to hear, the number one reason that people don't make dramatic shifts in their life or keep to their New Year's resolution is they don't feel they deserve it. Now, everyone, well, hold on, Pat. What do you mean? I'm, of course, I'm, in, I'm out of shape. Of course I deserve to be in shape. No, 
Not really. You know, I'm not making enough money, but I want to be a millionaire. I, I deserve that for the hard work that I'm putting in. No, I don't think you deserve it. It's the number one reason, in my opinion, that people don't make dramatic shifts. It's the number one reason that people don't keep to their resolution. They truly have not embodied in their heart and mind that they deserve the change. So many of us, I was talking with Hoffney behind the camera before this started, you know, we grow up in a, in a place where we maybe are lukewarm, we're middle class. And in the course of doing so, we never want for anything. You might want to be rich, but you don't need to. You've got a stable life, a good home, clothes on your back, food on your table. But you don't want for anything. And so the thought of being rich, you might have it in your mind that these people are bad. These people cheat. These people have screwed other people over. And so when you look at the world, you look at that person who's rich as not a morally good person. In the course of looking in that way, you say, I don't want to become that individual. So I don't really want to be rich, do I? I look at this and I go, it's a nice thought. It's something that I understand I'd have to sacrifice for. But in fact, that individual had to do a lot of bad things to get where they're at. And a lot of you are thinking that out there. You may not tell yourself that, but you look at the person in the nice sports car, the amazing SUV, and you go, ah, that's, not a, that's a morally corrupt individual. That's an individual that cheated to get where they're at. They were given this. And so you don't feel like you deserve it because you, in fact, look at that person and you go, I don't want to be that person. Not understanding it's the hard work, it's a sacrifice, it's everything that goes in between that hopefully gets that individual to be where they're at. And so you've got to first embody the fact that you deserve more money. You deserve a better body, a great relationship, a wife or husband that doesn't cheat on you. You deserve to have a great company. You deserve to be happy. And these are things that, you know what, we think to ourselves, of course I deserve that stuff. But you need to take a deep dive into you and decide, do I really feel like I deserve it? Or is that just a line that I've rehearsed and told myself over and over again, but I'm afraid of what it would take to be happy? I don't know what I would do without the anxiety that I'm ridden with every day. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have to listen to this boss and I actually took a chance and took a chance on this company I've been talking about for 10 years with all my friends. And they just look at me and go, uh, here we go again. You ain't going to do crap with your life. Because maybe you've just gotten so used to being that middle class, that lukewarm, that you actually have forgotten what you deserve. And if that is the case, then make a dramatic shift in your life to finally, one day, finally just take a chance and believe in yourself. And if this is what it takes to give you permission to do so, then do it. But you must stop looking at yourself as different than people who have already achieved or are, you're looking to finally get where they're at. So if you, if you look at somebody who's different, who's rich than you, then it's telling your inner self, it's telling a conversation with you that you don't deserve that. That person is different than you, and they are not. No one who's achieved something in life started there by achieving it. They had to work to get there. They shaped who they were as a person, and so can you. So please start telling yourself that you are the same as that person. You do deserve the money, the life, whatever your dream is, you deserve it. You don't, if you're telling yourself inside that you don't think you're worth it, you are never going to achieve what you want. The next thing I tell you, obviously the biggest thing that people ask, the number one New Year's resolution is everyone wants to lose weight or get in better shape, Right? But I, so I hate to use that one, but let's just, let's just go ahead and go with that one because it kind of plays into what I'm going to say here. The other reason you don't stick to it, I've got to run down, is you don't believe the pain of changing your life will provide you with the desired outcome. 
So what you've done is you've, you've gone ahead and you said, okay, I need to go work out more because that's going to get me a better body. But you don't, when you get there, you're starting to put in some pain. It's starting to be sore. But then you go, you know what? I ain't losing weight. This, ain't, this pain that I'm going through is not worth what I'm getting out of it. Or, you know what? I'm going to show up to work early because I'm going to get that promotion that I've been looking for. Or I'm going to start my company. I'm going to start a podcast. And you start sacrificing things in your life in the short term in order to get there. But then you don't see results. So you go, hey, listen, this pain that I'm going through right now, it ain't worth it to me. And so I think this is because we live in a society now that desires immediate outcomes, a society that looks at the world and goes, hey, you know what? If I'm not getting it instantly right now, then it is not good enough for me. And any change you are going to make within your life that is worth a damn is not going to be something that is immediately giving you the desired outcome. You know, people look at, I was thinking at seeing a commercial the other day for cold sculpting, where you're going to go into a doctor's office and they're going to freeze the fat off of you. I think they now have a heat one too, where they're going to burn the fat off of you from the inside. And they show these models and they got these thin waist, big ass and thighs. Come on, people. That right there is not getting in shape. That's wanting instant gratification and it's not going to happen. There is going to be pain that is associated with your goal. Now that pain might be physical. That pain might be the things you have to give up, time away from your kids. It might just be late hours that you're up at night. And we look at this and we want something so instantly we forget that it's going to take a while and you want it to take time. Because if it was instant, then the goal wouldn't be worth it because other people would be achieving it. And then what is that worth to anybody if everybody is doing something? Don't you want to be better in life? Don't you want to be different? Don't you want to achieve things? And now, if you don't want those, then be lukewarm. Be okay being average. And then what? I, more power to you. If you can be happy in that position, then don't even make a New Year's resolution or a, a resolution to make a dramatic change in your life in January. Because it's not going to work because you're okay where you're at. And to be honest with you, I'm probably a little bit jealous of where you're at mentally. You can turn off the rest of the podcast. Good for you. You're winning in life in some ways. I, I got to admit. Um, but you've got to be willing to put in the work consistently. If we're using our gym example, I want you to look at it this way. Or we're using an example of moving up within your, in your company. Going to the gym one time and putting in an insanely good workout once a week will not do as much good for your body as a moderate workout five days a week. So you've also got to look at your goals that way. Showing up at 5 a.m. to work one day a week when you're supposed to come in at 8 Versus showing up at 7.30, 5, did I say that right? So showing up one time at 5 a.m. versus showing up five days at 7.30, what do you think is going to be better for you? Getting your day prepped at 7.30 to 8 every single day so that when 8 o'clock hits, you are a productive individual. So understand that consistency is what separates you from other people. And that consistency does something called building a habit. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But you build that habit and you will stay exactly where you're at. You're going to be able then to go and embody that. And now it's an everyday thing. It becomes part of your routine. Little incremental changes like that are going to allow you to reach your goal. You must go ahead and understand there will be pain. And that pain is a good thing. Push through it. Other people won't. And so every time you feel that feeling of, it ain't worth it, this pain ain't worth it, understand there's somebody else trying to achieve it and they're giving up. 
You just moved up the ladder away from that person. You separated yourself from the other person that you're competing with. You showed yourself you're willing to do something, and that kind of sacrifice will have momentum over and over again. All right, everybody, we're going to be right back to that podcast. First, I got to thank somebody who makes this show possible. Now, don't turn that dial, all right, because I got an interesting, interesting little bit here for you. I got to talk about my friends over at Matt Me and Consulting. So many of you out there watching this are entrepreneurs. You're running a small business. Maybe you're running an apartment. And you're going to step back into 2023 hoping that you get more leads. You want more customers at less cost. So you're pouring dollar bills into things like SEO or social media campaigns, new avenues that you're hoping are going to work to make your business better. But how many of you understand how to run a marketing department, understand how to gauge what's working, look at the numbers, have the programs and processes in place to make sure you're not wasting money on marketing that doesn't work for your company. There is no shortage of marketing companies that are going to take your money. So you need to make sure your business is in the right hands. That is why I recommend my friends at Matt Meehan Consulting. These guys will step into your small business. They will make sure your dollar bills are working for you. They're not going to throw something against a wall and hope that we can find something. No, they're going to do a comprehensive approach and break down exactly what your business can do in 2023 to be the best possible marketing machine. These guys have done it for countless other small businesses, and they will do it for you. Don't go at it alone. Don't waste thousands of dollars on an overpriced marketing company. Get with my friends at Matt Meehan Consulting. They're going to help you out in 2023. Make sure it's the most profitable year for you with thousands or hundreds of customers, depending on your style of business. And I'm telling you that you can trust them because this show surely does. Matt Meehan Consulting, everybody. You're going to see the website across the bottom of the screen. Get in touch with the gentleman over there and make 2023 the best year for your business. Now, back to the podcast. Next thing, you're not wanting to make the change for you. Oh, I cannot stand everyone. Has, how many times have you heard this watching some motivational BS about what's your why? Understand you're doing it and who you're doing it for. Remember your why behind why you made that change. I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it because I love my kids. BS. Stop doing it for my wife. Who cares? Do it for you. The goals and the changes that you will make in your life that are lasting are because you do it for the person that you have to sleep with every night, and that is yourself. When that head hits the pillow, there's something between your ears. That's the only thing you got to live with right there, the choices that you make, and you know if you've done the right thing. You know if you've given it 100%. And so if you don't believe in the goal that you have, if it is not for you, if it is only because of somebody else or you want someone to look at you in a better way, then you will not achieve it. Now, yes, there are going to be your one-offs and stuff, but we've, we've, been, we've been polluted by shows like, uh, what was that, The Biggest Loser, where you see these people get on there and they go, oh, I just want my kids to look at me in a better way. Stop. This is made for TV, documentaries. A, the, real, the realness of when it, the, what is it, the, the rubber hits the road, all right, when things start to get tough a couple weeks into keeping that resolution, are going to be the person that's between your ears that makes the difference. If you got to get up early and go for that run and your wife is sleeping right next to you, she ain't going to mind that you don't do it. She ain't going to mind that you don't go. Maybe you just want to stay in bed with her, have a little fun before you all go to work. That sounds a lot more pleasurable, right, than going out there in 13-degree weather and going for a run. And you're, the people you're doing it for won't blame you. So it's got to be you. 
It's got to be you that takes accountability for you. It's got to be when that six o'clock you know, alarm goes off, you say, I need to do this, me. And when you take accountability for yourself and it isn't for someone else, things start to get real because then there's only one person to blame and it is you. Take accountability. Do this because you want to do it. Not because you've got somebody you love or not to prove your best friend wrong. You need to make sure that you are the reason for your change or it will not be lasting. So many of us then, we have a dream, all right? And we want this dream of having a six-pack or taking our family on some Mediterranean vacation where, you know, those yachts and cool things. And I mean, we've got these dreams in our life where maybe you just want to sit out, relax, and fish and you want to go to church and you want to stay home with your kids. Cool. But what we're looking at here, everybody, if you have a dream, but you don't have a plan to get there, you're just playing games, man. And, and that's where I think so many of us, we got a dream, but how are you going to do it? What are you actually going to do to become CEO or CFO or to start that company? What is the plan that's in place? Because if you don't have a plan, the dream will fail. Eventually for that dream, you got to wake up to reality, everyone. And the reality is that you at least have to have actionable, measurable steps to achieve something worth achieving. Now let me say actionable and measurable, meaning what are the immediate actions you are going to take and how are you going to measure whether they're a success or a failure? If you can do that, then you have something to hold yourself accountable to. You know, actionable and measurable. I'm going to get up at 6 a.m., feet hit the floor. 6 a.m. rolls around, your feet aren't on the floor. Why? You had to take action to get there. There was something measurable that had to be done, and you did not achieve it. You failed. You didn't halfway succeed, or you didn't get up and lay in bed, so I did okay. You failed because you know there was an action to be taken, and there was something measurable that needed to be achieved, and you did not do it. So plans that you have for whatever you're going to achieve in January must have actions and they must be measurable. And if you can do that, that allows you to form a plan that is accountable for you. You are accountable to it. And you have to be willing to tell yourself when you fail and succeed. Now, just because you fail doesn't mean failure has to have momentum. Just because you failed one day, you now have the next day to wake up and do it the right way. But when you see that failure is becoming a habit for you, then that is you. That's a you problem. Don't let failure become a habit. Change it immediately. Take immediate action, and that way you don't have momentum of failure building your life because that's, I'm telling you, that's going to tell yourself a story. I'm going to go over in a second, and you don't want to tell yourself that story. That's going to pay negative dividends like you would have no idea, not just towards your goal, but to who you are personally as a man or as a woman. You have to change the story that you tell yourself. I've talked about this in other podcasts, but we all have stories that we tell ourselves. Uh, a good one for me, I'm going to give you a funny one right here. I think I talked about this with a couple of the guys. Um, I told myself that blondes don't really like me very much. Um, you know, it's kind of one of these deals where you look at you like, I just don't think blondes like me. I go out like always brunettes that kind of we get along. I got a bald head right now. Maybe it's because I'm brunette. I don't know. I got brown hair. Maybe this we kind of like each other because we're similar in that way. And I've told myself this story about who, who I date 
and the kind of people that like me. Then I thought about it, just briefly thought about it in the car. I was talking with some of the guys. I'm like, huh, but a lot of the people I've dated, I've dated blondes. So why am I telling myself this story over and over again in my head? Well, it's because somewhere along the way, maybe there was a blonde girl that I liked and didn't like me. And so I began to think, well, blondes don't like me. And I told myself this story for years and years. And in the course of doing so, I bought into it. I embodied the story. That became a part of my personality, a part of my everyday thinking, and I didn't even know it. There are stories that you tell yourself about who you are every single day. And when you do that, it becomes a part of you as a person. So I want you to think about that. Think about what, what do I believe about myself? And then really look at it and say, why do I believe that? You know, well, I give you an example of, you know, uh, let's see here. I am, uh, I'm not very good at presentations and public speaking. I'm not any good at it is what you've told yourself. Maybe it's because I'm being serious here. In fifth grade, you had to give a presentation and it didn't go well. Somebody you liked or admired in the class gave you a hard time. You heard some negative things from a classmate of yours about what others were saying. And all of a sudden, you begin to think, people don't like me when I present. I'm a bad presenter. Okay. Well, now you've let that embody you over years and years and years. And you went to college and didn't want to present because I'm not any good at it. So you furthered that story that you told yourself. And somewhere along the way, it is now you. You're just not a good presenter. However, though, you might have given the best presentation back in fifth grade, and you have no idea how that has tumbled and built momentum in your life in a negative way. Start telling yourself a different story now. The person that you were yesterday does not have to be the person you are today or tomorrow. You can start at any damn time telling yourself a different story. You can tell yourself whatever you want, and that's the power that we have as individuals. You don't have to listen to what other people say. You can tell yourself you're the best-looking person in the world. You're the smartest. You're the greatest at math. You give the best presentations. You're the best public speaker. You're the best entrepreneur. You are the person who is analytical and detail-oriented. You are the person that is big picture. It doesn't matter. You have the choice every day to tell yourself a story to either further your life or hamper you from getting there. So what story are you going to tell yourself that is different tomorrow than what you told yourself today? And if you don't tell yourself a different story, you will not make a change. I cannot make this clear enough. To make a dramatic shift in your life, you have to change the story that you tell yourself about who you are. And it can, it can change at any time. So the next time you feel like there's doubt that creeps in, or this isn't me, or this is how it's always been, or I never do this, those words start to enter your mind. It's a story that you've told yourself. Stop. Make a switch. Tell yourself a different story, and you will see a dramatic shift in your personality and your well-being if you start shifting all the stories you have to tell about yourself. You may not do this for one reason. I want to go over this. You feel like you're helpless. You don't see value in who you are. That's what I have written down. You don't see value because you feel so helpless in that. You've let the story take over you over and over again, and now you don't even feel like you have the ability to even muster up the energy to tell yourself a different story. That's sad, man, but it's true, right? Some people call this uh, anxiety. I might even call it depression, where you just feel like I can't make that change. I physically and mentally am incapable of making a change. So here's your trick to, to, to go ahead and combat this right now. Understand one thing. 
First, the change a person makes in their life does not come over days, months, or years. The facade that you were told in your life that Jimmy really changed his life over the last couple of years over there in college or he really shaped himself up as a husband with, with you know, Monica. No, no, no. Jimmy did not make a shift over a couple of years. Jimmy made a shift in a moment. And this is what you have to understand. If you feel incapable of making a change, what's happened is that you think that change is going to be over time, that it's going to be like, man, it's just too much to make this change over and over again. No, no, no. Here's the beautiful part of it. The change a person makes in their life comes in a moment that they have. And every single day you're presented with hundreds of these moments. And if you take advantage of a moment, the next one becomes easier. The next one becomes easier. I promise you that it does. Change is not over time. Change is in moments. Change is when you have that sitting on the couch moment and you're supposed to go to the gym. And instead you just, I'll go tomorrow. I'll go in the morning. If I go in the morning, then I go tomorrow night, then yeah, I'm fine. That'd be two times. I can skip right now. I just need to relax. It's been a tough day, man. And like, no one's going to know. I'll just go tomorrow morning. I'll get up early. And then when I go tomorrow night, I'll be caught up. You start to negotiate with yourself is what you do. You start to negotiate with yourself. And in that moment, you lost. You knew what you needed to do, but you just didn't take action to make it happen. You had a moment and you lost that moment. Now, there'll be other moments that present themselves, what you're going to eat when you don't go to the gym. And as we said earlier, you don't have to let that negative moment compound itself. You can stop it right there and then make a better choice and a better choice. But change does not happen over time. It happens in the moments that we are presented with each day. So take a moment when you have it and take advantage of it. People don't change over time. You've got a choice hundreds of times a day. Last two that I have here for you. Urgency. If you're going to do something, if you're going to make a change, then there has to be some urgency to making it happen. Without urgency, there is no action. So ask yourself this as you make this dramatic shift in January. Why do I need to do it? Not who am I doing it for, what's my why, but what urgency do I need to create within myself? And this comes down to the story that you're willing to tell yourself. And so if the urgency is just, ah, I want to get in shape. I just, no, I need to get in shape. Um, is there any urgency with that? No. Now, if getting in shape is, I'm sick and tired of feeling like a lazy mother when I go to try on a suit. And I'm tired of trying on a suit and feeling like I am just a lazy mother, whatever. Now, you know what? There's a difference there, isn't there? Both people want to lose weight. But one person says, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of doing this. I deserve, I'm not doing this feeling anymore. Does that not sound more urgent than, hey, I need to get in shape, lose some weight, get in shape this year. I want to look a little better come, come summertime, maybe when I'm out on the tractor. I don't know. I just need to look a little better. There's no urgency. Create urgency in your life with the story that you tell yourself. Create urgency in your life by a feeling that you have. A feeling inside is a lot more powerful than you might believe. And when you embody that feeling, that pain, that anger, that sadness, that depression, you go, man, I ain't doing this crap. You start to get a little bit of fire in your belly. That fire is urgency, everyone. So stop looking at it in a general term. You know, I'm going to start my company this year. Okay. No, I'm sick of not being appreciated and not giving this world everything it deserves and not giving my family everything that I can, not giving me what I deserve. There's a 
difference, everyone. There's a sense of urgency in one, and there's a sense of bland, lukewarm BS on the other. Create urgency, and that's going to pay dividends. And the last thing I want to tell you, we just mentioned it right now. Stop being lukewarm with your life. Stop it. Make a change to be better than others would even think you're achieving because you believe in yourself. So do these things, everyone, in January, and you will be a better individual come next year. Let's not call them resolutions. Let's call them dramatic shifts in our life that happen to fall in the beginning of the year. If you like this stuff, man, let us know in a comment section. If you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble, subscribe over to us. Um, and you can find us all these videos on YouTube. Head over there. And uh, we appreciate you very much joining the show here. Have a great January ahead. Can't wait to see what so many of you all are able to achieve in the new year. Thanks, everybody. Until next time.